Are you listening? Welcome to No Shit Sherlock, where it doesn't take a genius to have a clue, regardless of who you're talking to. We talk about everything from relationships, pop culture, social media, and everything in between. I am the Old Testament Petty, OTP. And I am the Lance 2.0. I am Juicy, oh so juicy. And it's my new love. Come and add It's my new love. I just can't. I just can't with this medulla coming at you. I just really think about Cleopatra. Every time you say that, that's all that comes to mind. Yep. I, I'm always stuck in the 90s. I'm somewhere or another. <laughs> it's either gospel music or the 90s. And speaking of being stuck in the 90s, uh, Charmy will not be with us tonight. She's stuck somewhere. <laughs> stuck in the 90s somewhere, honey. Uh-huh. She might be she might be with a the situation ship tonight. We don't know. But that's that see, see, look, it's just gonna be another one of the episodes, just toxic as fuck. Toxic. Yeah. Uh-huh. We identify her toxic trait and she's still doing it after we no, I'm just kidding, we don't know. <laughs> yeah. The definition of insanity doing the same <laughs> thing over again and expecting something different. You gotta start calling it abusive friend. You can't call it toxic. Y'all let them know abuse and then they'll recognize it. Um, let's just call it uh intentional manipulation. There we see, go. See, my therapist said that that's y'all trying to make abuse sound cute now. That's what it is. She said it's all abuse, but we just try and make it cute now. Oh, well, that ain't all. <laughs> everybody trying to make they crazy reasonable talking about it's just mental illness and mental health. <laughs> You're crazy. You're intentionally abusive to yourself. <laughs> yeah, that is true. See how you could just string a whole bunch of words together and then make it sound nice? Nope. I don't think so. It's all about well, nice. How was everybody weekend? It was a Ooh. very good weekend. I went and saw Master P. Oh, you went to the oh. Master P and the No Limit. That was, it was, it was, you know, took me I back. Mia Ed took the shocker. Um, Master P, of course, it was a good time. Was a good time. Gold tank was the gold tank in the building. No, nah, I mean, funny enough, I was walking through it and I was like, Why does everybody have army fatigue on? And I'm like, Oh, because we the soldiers, we didn't know limit soldiers. How's your another I was over there trying to be all cute and stuff, like, Hey, and no, I was the 504 boys. How you like me now? Go teeth when I smile, try to take me. They wouldn't want me at the concert. Well, you know, I low key, I did have a good time at the Millennium Tour as well. So, you know, we're going to that. It's gonna be here in November. It's gonna be in November. I'm going to that. Yeah, so they went, right? Then y'all wear y'all, then y'all wear y'all jerseys when y'all. Yeah, we had our Jordans on. We we <laughs> <laughs> ratchet. <laughs> that was a ratchet yeah, night. That was a good time. It was a good time, yo. That was a good time. Oh, I love it. I will do it again. I will try and see No Limit. They come here next month, so I'm gonna try and go to that concert. Wasn't no shooting. 
Juicy? No, there wasn't no shooting. No shooting at all. Oh, okay. Well, that's um, good. You know, that they they, they skin you down when you get in there, yeah, but it was a lot of smoke. People don't grow up. Just, they were doing yeah. a lot of ratchet things. Because, I mean, what they really would have had uh, no limit and cash money together, I just... In my mind, I don't know. I was thinking, like, I really want to see Juvenile, but... Um, He's not. No. <laughs> yeah. But it's a, it's a couple... It's a lot of things going on this weekend. They got... I mean, this week, they got... Um, Hamilton, uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire is playing. We got uh, Iggy and Pitbull coming to town. I'm going to all of them. Oh, oh. look at that, friend. You're doing it. Uh-huh. All, of 2000, um, all of 2000 Ratchet music. Yeah, I'm out here living. Iggy, Iggy, Iggy got a new album out. I know everybody don't fuck with Iggy Azalea. I love Iggy. Um, I like it. Uh, it's, it's, it's called The End of an Era. It's so good. It is. The jury is still out on that. I love it. I love it. a good little dance album. It's a good little dance album. It's good. Her albums have been really good lately. All her last three projects have been really good. I like them. So. I mean, you know, she got she got cute bops and stuff like that. You know, it's just Erica Badu just petty as fuck. That's all. Erica Badu what's, just petty. What Erica Badu do? Erica Badu do? What Remember when she was do? like, I, I I don't I don't know what that is. She do. Oh, and I go see Erica Badu. Remember, she said that at the um, what was it, Soul Train Awards when she was hosting? Yeah, Soul yeah. Train Awards. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. a it was a dig. It was shady. Yeah. <laughs> it it was it was. Uh, Lance, how was your weekend? My weekend was smoke filled, honey. All I did was smoke all weekend. Oh, imagine that! It was a imagine fun. that you can imagine uh, you can imagine. How long did it take for you to come down? I don't know, because I was just high. I told my mom, I was like, girl, she called me. I said, girl, I was high. I don't even know. Are you down now? I'm down now. I'm down. <laughs> I took a de- I took a detox. A shout out to my our, our, our friend Dana. Um, Jack's Mobile Fresh Market. Her detox tea is amazing. I I love it. Um, I, lo- I, I love all her teas, but y'all go check that out. But what does the tea do? Hmm? What does the tea do? Well, the, there she has different ones. The detox one's going to send you to the bathroom. That's what it's been doing for me today to clean out all the stuff I did this weekend. <laughs> and um, I mean, I mean, but the herbs don't do that. I thought the herbs, hey, you know, the herbs clean your act most of the ground, you know. So. No, because you eat everything in fucking sight. So and you, <laughs> so yeah, your system is. So when you smoke that much grass, do your shit come out green? <laughs> <laughs> no, it has, it has it has a brownish tint. It definitely has it a brownish. Tint. It, have, it definitely has a brownish tan to it. It does. I Y'all look at the colors. Uh, yeah, you should. You're supposed to know what kind of color your poop is. Always, the doctor you tell know, you that. My shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The doctor yeah, tell you to know. I am full of shit, so I just want to know what kind of shit I am. Because that well, will tell you how healthy you are. Right. I flush, I'm sorry. I flushed that bad boy why it's coming out because I don't want to smell nothing. You, you look like you do. <laughs> Courtesy flushes. That's wonderful. That's Courtesy wonderful. Flushes, yes. Uh, my weekend was pretty good. I went to Charlotte. Look, little weekend getaway. It was a really, really good time. Can't wait to go back. Um, and I just relaxed and just chilled. You know, just real low key, real good, quick getaway weekend. You love Queen City. I do. I love the Queen's City. <laughs> One thing about that, I guess, again, when you go to a state that takes, you know, health preventative measures and precautions seriously, it's just like, wow. Because, you know, we've been in Florida all the time. Florida just don't give a fuck. Right. Don't give a fuck. 
You got to be like, oh, yeah, we need masks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Hi, welcome in. Uh, do you have a mask? Sure. Here you go. You know, they just got masks. Wait, you know, ready. Yep. you're coming to this building. Mm-hmm. Vaccinated <laughs> or not. <laughs> you're going to wear a mask. <laughs> yeah, you're going to wear a mask in this facility. Because, again, we can say that once you're in outdoors. Now, when you go out there, you do whatever the hell you want to do. But in here, in here, you're going to wear this mask. Ooh. I can appreciate it because you know some people still understand what personal space is. I can appreciate the mask. Um, I definitely can appreciate that. Well, um, my weekend was pretty good as well. Um, I did something I have not done in a while. I went to a festival in a park and I took my dog with me and she was acting really, really good and it was it was amazing. It was it was really good. So I had a really good weekend. It was a time for me to just rest and catch up on um, you know some things around the house. I did laundry and it just felt good. So uh, I really enjoyed my weekend. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Now we're gonna keep it moving. We're gonna go into words of wisdom. Uh, Medulla, what is your word of wisdom this week? This week, <laughs> I have, um, I don't believe I said the week before, but uh, I did put on my Facebook last week. So I'm going to take that from my Facebook. Um, don't be so quick to put in your boxing gloves and getting in the ring when the fight is already fixed. Meaning that when 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 there is already, um, a, a, it's a no-go, or you know that you, nothing is going to be in your favor. You know, if people already have their mind made up, or what have you, it's no need to put in your put on your butts and gloves and try to fight because the fight is already fixed. So you're just wasting time and you're wasting energy. So just move on. Hmm. Wonderful. Wonderful. So deep. Save your energy for something else. Mm-hmm. Save it. Just save it, you know. Because again, you want to deal with stuff because you invited it and allowed it to stay. Go get in the rain. I yeah, like yeah. that. I like that. Juicy. Uh, my word of wisdom today is always do what you are afraid to do. Um, we are our worst nightmare and fear is self-induced. So therefore, we're the only thing that can really get in our own way of achieving um, our wildest dreams. So, you know, move through your fears. You know, if you focus on the things that you're afraid to do, that means you're pushing through your fears and you'll be able to accomplish all that you want to do in your life. So do that. Oh, that's so deep. I just want to snap my fingers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. Uh, so my word of wisdom is you are always ugly to a bitch that don't like you and a hoe to <laughs> somebody who can't have you. Oh, wow. Yes. People are going to always talk I about you when they see something in you that they can't have or they can't get. Maybe everybody wants the juice. You know, I love it. Well, like my that. words of wisdom is just simple. Um, I don't have a lot, but I'm just telling you, if you don't want to fuck on the first date, jack off before you go on your first date, okay? Jack off from after date. That's my word of wisdom to you. I used to do it all the time. When I didn't want to fuck on the first date, I would jack off before the date. <laughs> I mean, is, is, that, is jacking off preventative or is that practice? It was preventative because oh. I was no longer horny. <laughs> so what if people have a, of a sex drive that that initial nut really just kind of starts the whole, you know, the engine and then now they want that three or four more. Well, they need well, to you know, gotta know. because that's a sex addiction, honey. 
You got to know what kind of car you got to know what kind of engine it is. Right. That's, that's the kind of car right. I like. Vroom, vroom. You know, so if you're if you in a Cavalier. Yeah, I want to go on a road trip. You know, if you're in a Cavalier <laughs> and you stack off, you might be good. You might not need nothing else. But if you're in a Mustang. Because right. y'all out here driving around in electric cars. You ain't going to get but 200 now, miles. Now. I need long distance. Now, long we distance. Say, we didn't say if the dial date last. Go to distance. We didn't say if the date lasts more than two hours because by the third hour, I'm back on again. So. <laughs> <laughs> again, he knows his engine. He knows his engine. He knows how many miles he can get. I do. He know he got a quick restart player. So let's hurry up. That, so let's hurry up and get this date moving and chopping. Come on. <laughs> moving and chopping. Moving and chopping. Okay, so Lance, here we go with this, with this, with this new. <laughs> This foreplay, this song breakdown. Who, song who breakdown, song breakdown. Oh, it's Medulla. You, it's you first. You up first. Oh. <laughs> Do you have the lyrics pulled up? Yes. Okay. And I'm I, can, nervous I, can, I, I can relate. Um, are you guys ready? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a familiar hymn. My <laughs> It's Jasmine Sullivan, I'm in love with another man. Okay. Mm. Mm. So, I guess you guys want me to break it down? I mean, because it really, it's really kind of self-explanatory. Well, read us like a first verse of the chord. I don't even think there was a chord to that song. No, nah, she just sang about herself. Yeah, because I don't think it was a chorus. I think it was yeah, just, she just a first verse. Herself. Yeah, but... um. So I'll read a couple of lines. Um, well, excuse me, the, the second part, this is kind of, um, I, I, I guess it, it, it ministers to me and I can relate to it. It's, it says, you should go and find someone else who could treat you right and give you the world, someone who understands the man that you are because you shine so bright and I would just dim your star. You find somebody who treats you like the way you treat them. And there's plenty of people out there who would love to have a man like you but I'm in love with someone else, and I'm sorry, baby. Mm. I know that, right? Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like when, like when she, when she's saying that, it's like it puts you in the mind. It's like, okay, so this song symbolizes people who have good people, or have good men or women in their life, but that but just ain't. They just ain't. They just ain't the one you want. It, it's just something. It's something, and that's you know, real. It, it, you can have the person, uh, and I think a perfect example of this too is this show. Uh, Netflix is called Sex Life. She had everything she wanted in the, in the man. He had the job. He had the personality. He had everything. He was he was a great father to her children. But it was something about the other man. He had that edge to him, and he wasn't shit. But that's who she wanted. That's who she yearned for. And that's how it be. You know, it's like you know darn well this person is toxic. But when you're with them, it's just like fuck all that. You know, I, I like you. I like the toxic. I like the going back and forth. I like you. Manipulative. So we we gonna we gonna try and use a different word since you know Lance therapist say we can't say uh toxic. So we gotta okay, figure out. Well, you know, I, well, I don't even think it's manipulation. I think they they just they just have a hold on us. I don't, I don't think it's necessarily manipulation. I think we we are we yield to them and they yield to us. But it's just some friction that comes in between the yielding. But it's like you can't get enough of that person. And they can't get enough of you. And it's just like oh my god. Well, I think it's manipulation if you're in love with him and he's not in love with you <laughs> and he's just playing around. That's right. That's very true. That can be. That but that wasn't in that stuff. situation in sex life. I think they both loved each other. It's just that there's some love that is risky love that 
you know, you, you know that love is going to come with heartbreak or some drama, but you know that love is going to be deep and wild and passionate and all over the so place. It, and then you have the safe love. And sometimes that safe love doesn't come with the the passion or those those spontaneous nights that you seek and look for. I, I'm just... I, right. And then sometimes you have that love that meets in the middle, which is the yeah. real love. Like, okay, we both understand and, and, and get each other and do what we want to do. The safe love is the right. one where you go for, like, the safe. Like, I think a lot of people live that life right now where they went for safe love. I think it's... And see, it's interesting that you broke it down into those different levels of love because I think, for me, it sounds like it's, like, 80-20, right? Like, you have all this stuff over here and this person that you love, but because this 20% you're missing, you're yearning that because... That's the exciting part, you know what I mean? Like you, like like Medulla said, knowing the, shit, the nigga ain't shit, knowing this, you know, the girl she about games, knowing this and this and this, but it's just a simple fact of the excitement of getting the twenty percent that you're not getting fulfilled in the relationship that you're currently in. So in this, what happened? Song, and I actually, and I want to, I want to challenge that thought real quick. I actually agree with you, but I actually think it's the opposite of you thought that you were in eighty twenty because. You thought you this is your 80% and you realize, no, this is really my 20%. My 80% is over here. The 20% look good because it's safe, but my 80 is what I really want. But I'm but ignoring you're that because it's not that. safe. But she knows but she already had it before. We're talking, about sex, yeah. we're talking about sex lives, but she already had it before. We're not talking but about somebody new. we're talking about in love with another man. Oh, sorry, sorry. We're going to start. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I mean, but I, I think <laughs> you're right. You're right. And I think it coincides, but I don't even feel like it's an 80-20 with this song. I don't think it's 80-20. It's just basically... She won't dance. You know, I, she I wants what both, she wants. She wants yeah, I think both, both is both is what she wants, but it's like this person got a six pack, you know, he he got this, but this person over there, he ain't got the perfect body or nothing like that. But this is this just uh it's something about you. It's just you, you know. And after she said she said he ain't got the perfect body, but yeah. that's no, she, she said, said she said he got the perfect body. No, he ain't got the perfect no, body. He no, he ain't got that's that's and, the lyrics. And he, don't even, and he don't even treat me right. Oh, I'm reading the lyrics right now. It says he got the perfect body, and sometimes he don't even treat me right. Oh, oh I thought you said he <laughs> <ain't> got the, <laughs> yeah. the King James version. That's the King James version. <laughs> oh, okay, we well we read new trans. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she say ain't got new living says ain't got. So you know that King James, you know they be substituting words and putting th on yeah, right. She say she yeah. say he ain't got. I know them words. She right, say that know from that. She's saying that from her coochie. <laughs> Not in the coochie. <laughs> okay. Um, Juicy, what's your, what's your song? We're going to get through. I'm going to bring it back a little new age. Oh, okay. So we, uh, the artist, I'll just start the song and you'll, you'll figure out what it is. She said, her booty's so big, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> Why I keep bossing like I do. Why I keep flossing like I do? Why do I keep saucing like I do? And then why I keep costing like you do? I think that's, let me just gonna stop there. So let me tell you, I was- I We already know who it is. I love the song. That's Miss Chloe. I love Miss Chloe, have mercy. I, I love it. Um, but when you listen to the lyrics, the shit is, it's no, empty. But the lyrics it's, make sense. I think the lyrics make sense because she's saying like my booty is so big is that it gets all this attention, but guess what? You're not gonna get it. Uh, you know, it's me taking control of my body. Like, I know my body is nice. I know my ass is big, but I have control of this. And if I want to give it to you, I will. If I don't, I won't. I, but I it's, it's going to cost you. <laughs> I, think it's, I, think, I, think, I think it's a little so, deeper than that. Because so it, on, it, 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 Okay, I, I read it here as deeper. Because it sounds like it just costs. It, this costs. So it's the bo- the booty's so big, Lord have mercy. That's just, that's acknowledgement of 
what what society sees, which is my looks, my ass, my body. There, boom, it's done. But Big the success. why I keep bossing like I do, why I keep flossing like I do, why I keep flossing like I do. What what am I out here trying to prove? Like you know, like you know, why do I have to be out here flaunting out there, putting all my stuff out there? Like why do I have to do all that? And then the, the last part is, and why does it cost them like it do? Like I want to live, I want to be free, but to live that type of life comes with a reaction from people, judgment, people feeling like they can treat you, talk to you certain ways and certain things. So it's mm-hmm. like, why am I doing all these things when they, at the end of the day it's going to cost me all of this? And is it worth the cost of it? I think that's really what it's what it's what it's talking about. And it's like, damn, have mercy. So she got all these ass up in her jeans. You can't get up in between. You're trying to get a piece of me, but I can teach you a couple of things. Lord have mercy. Like you worried about this body, you worried about getting up in these jeans, you worried about this ass. But she's so much there's more. So, there's so much more than that. There's so much more I can teach you. And I, mm-hmm. you know, I'm throwing you off because I'm flossing like I do. But you know, do I even have to be out here bossing like this? Why well, ain't got nothing to prove? I ain't got to show these niggas that I'm the shit. Oh. That was very insightful, Juicy. Like you know, I'm you down really. Well, I, I never, I never looked at it like that. I mean, because I, I when you I read it, it's like I know okay. what it was saying, but you know, okay, it was cute. <laughs> a little I think what is, I don't listen to the hook or whatever. But boy, you looking at me like I like I don't give you no choice. If I count to three, bet you'll be on your knees. You wrapped around my head like Cartier, or you can't can't get this thickness out of your mind. You just caught up in all this. You caught up you in the illusion. Around. You caught up in the, the illusion. illusion. Yeah. And I can and I can do what I want to do with that illusion, but I probably should just go and break you off, and not physically, but mentally, and really show you what this shit is about. Have mercy. Mm. Okay. All right, that's cute. Well, I have one. Go for it. Sitting over here, staring in your face with lust in my eyes. Sure, don't give a damn, and you don't <laughs> know that I've been dreaming up. <laughs> In my fantasies, never once you looked at me. Don't even realize that I'm wanting you to fulfill my needs. Think what you want. Let your mind free. Run free to a place no one dares to. How many nights I've laid in my bed. It's not over you. (laughs) Who is this? (laughs) This is Janet Jackson, If. I closed my eyes. Okay, start over. Which part were you reading? So I was reading the first lyric. So here's the thing. She's saying that, okay, I'm over here. I'm lusting over you, which is kind of similar to what U2 songs is about as far as, you know, just the wanting something and everything. But the difference between her is that she understands that if you ain't mine, you ain't getting it. Because she says, how many nights I've laid in my bed excited over you. I've closed my eyes and thought of us a hundred different ways. I've gotten there so many times. I wonder how about you day and night, night and day, all I've got to say is, if I was your girl, all the things I would do. I make you call out my name. Actually, it belongs. Who it belongs this, to? Yeah. What she's what she's saying is, this girl has been sitting in this bed in this spot. You know, like when you're in your that good spot in your bed, and when that when the, you've been watching TV, but the, the TV kind of go to that spot where it's like either repeating the same uh, picture or just like the, the light behind the TV is on. And right. staring at the wall. She just been looking and just dreaming about the point of when this man gonna lay next to her and be the man of her fucking dreams. And she does that about three, four, four, five times a week. But the thing she about it is with this song telling me. But the thing about it is, is that I have enough self-control that you ain't getting nothing because I ain't your girl. And I take it a step further because I also see it as if you were dating someone, right? And they not committing to you. 
there's a distinct difference on if I was your girl versus if we just cool and we just hanging. Right. Look at the second That's verse. That's that self-control. Allow me some time to play with your mind and you'll get there again and again. Like, like let, let's play, let's, let's fuck with the mind. Let's get there first. And then mm-hmm. once we get there, baby, it's on like, it's on like Donkey Kong. Yeah. The thing that I love about this is, is that, because I can, I can take it so much further because I always tell people that there should be a difference in you dating me and you being in a relationship with me. You getting to know me and you committing to me is two different experiences. And I see it as if. Talk so damn fast. I can give you all of these things. I can blow your mind. I could be everything you ever dreamed of. But that's only if we committed. If I'm your girl, if I'm your dude. That's only It's, so, it's so funny that you say about the whole, you know, a difference between dating me and being in a relationship with me. But a lot of people say, you know, you should still date in the relationship. So how do you decide? Because, the, because the difference is you're committing, you're committing yeah. to that. So if I commit to you, that means that now, you know, I'm no longer entertaining anybody else. That means that I'm fully committed to you. So as we're in a relationship, there are things you're going to be able to get or entitled to that you wouldn't if, we were just going on a date every two weeks. Your girl, the things I do to you. You know, yeah. not being funny, but if we da- if we're dating and we fucking, it's a little, it's some things I just ain't gonna do. Oh, Until- I was your girl. <laughs> I was your girl. Until- Why, not? Why, I do to you? Why not? That's just me and my setup. You know, hey, I know people who give it all on the first date, the whole cow and the milk. Mm-mm, I ration it all. There's a difference in this experience. I just give you a little taste of the juice. I mean, because the juice is it's just more of the juice in the larger cup. But <laughs> I just keep that in the refrigerator. I just I will pour you a little piece though. Okay. I I just can't. I just can't. Well, when not having ties to a situation allow you to see things clearly, that's not distorted. We call that love versus logic. I got it right this week. I completely, <laughs> completely. You was off last week. Yeah, I think I was I was really off last week. I got halfway through and I was like, uh, I can't believe I missed it. Oh me, oh my, oh me, oh my. <laughs> oh me, oh my, oh my, oh me. Uh the case of the ex. What you so gonna do when you can't say no when you're feeling about the show, but I really need to know. Are you gonna act? Are you gonna do she wants you With the with the little stick. Right. That old Janet Jackson video knockoff. We yeah, that's it. what it was. It was that J that J Lo did again. Yeah, yeah, but but Maya was the desert too. Huh? I said, but Maya was in the desert too. Like yeah, yeah, Janet in the car. It was driving. a direct. Yeah. Um. Uh. uh it was. Uh, a, it was an old day. Yeah. It, it was yeah. an old day. Um. So you know, we all have dated people. We've all been in relationships to some degree. Some of us. Um, and so that means everybody has an ex. How do you feel about, uh, well, can you bring your, bring friends with, can you be friends with an ex? Okay. Like once your relationship is over, can you truly be friends with them? Well, I'm, I'm still seeking deliverance in this area. I cannot be friends with someone who I was actually in a relationship with. Um, to me, um, it, it would be hard to kind of separate the love from the act, the friendship. You know, I, I wouldn't be able to 
just act like we're friends all of a sudden. I will still want to be somewhat intimate. And maybe even if I don't want to be intimate, it's going to be hard for me to get to the fact of putting in my mind that you were my friend. Um, I'm still maturing in that area. I'm just not there yet to the point where I can actually just be your friend after we share certain things. We share uh, moments. We've loved on each other. We've seen a, a different side of me that I don't show to my friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, it'll be hard for me to kind of let let you in that particular door as a friend after you cross that threshold. Um, mm-hmm. But that's me. Yeah. Um, I think you could be friends with an ex. I think it always it's easier or it's a different situation if you break up on not bad terms. Cause you know, you can break up, you, a relationship can end amicably um, and not get messy or, you know, really ugly or whatever. And I think if you can, if you break up on those terms, it's easier to be friends afterwards, you know, but if, if you experience like a whole bunch of, you know, negative, if, if it's a negative experience or bad behavior where it's abusive or a lot of um, cheating and things like that, I think it makes it more difficult. But I think you can be friends with an ex. I think it also depends on the level of connection with the person, because sometimes we get in relationships with people that we're not even friends with. So if I break up with somebody that I technically wasn't even friends with, then I cannot be friends with them after the relationship. But if we if we had a friendship within our relationship, then I feel like I can be friends with them. And that's so important though, but that's very important is that you do develop that friendship with your your significant other in the relationship. Because if y'all not friends, you know, what are you? You know, that you should be friends before your lovers. Um, And like you said, that makes it easier if it is a breakup because you know, you didn't just lose your lover, you lost your friend, you know? So it's like, do I want to keep the friendship going? You know, I do believe that it's possible. You know, um, you know, I'm friends with my exes. I, that's just what it is. I believe that you can be friends with your ex. Um, I think, like you said, if, it, if, if, if the breakup was really horrible, but you know, it's, it's a lot harder to make that transition to friendship, but even if there was a horrible breakup, I feel like getting to the point to where y'all can talk, you know, and just not being willing to shut that person out, you know, after the relationship is done, that is like the first step to gaining like a friendship with that person. I just think it depends. Um, I've done, <laughs> I've done, I've done totally the both. I have cut you out of my life. I don't know you. If I see you in the streets, I like you don't know me. We ain't had no bread breakup, but bitch, don't you don't know my name. Um, I have other ones where you know we can be very good friends and. It is what it is. I, I really honestly just think that it depends. Like, I mean, I think it's all the factors, but if you were friends before, mm-hmm. during the relationship, if um, the type of relationship you had, I think there's some people out mm-hmm. there are just the one. And because of like Medulla said, you just can't be around them. You just can't, you know, involve with them because, you know, maybe there was the one that got away. Maybe there was a mistake that you made that drove them away. or Whatever it may be, they or they're right. not interested in you anymore. All those different reasons that it's like, it just wasn't amicable. Um, and then it could just be really a, just a fucked up situation of why y'all not together anymore. That could be a reason why. And I think a lot of those, but for the most part, I think it was a lot of people just can't handle their insecurities will allow them to be friends with their ex. Cause there is a, there's always that self-assessment of why, why this broke up, what my 
involvement is, what their involvement was. There's no blame or anything like that. You both have moved on and accepted what it was. And a lot of times, if you're in that type of relationship, you're kind of winding down to the friendship before you even break up. And so by that point, the breakup is just saying, now we're losing the title and stop pretending the fact that we're just friends at this point. Um, and I think mm. those are the ones that do very well. And I can see like, um, I can see Lance going, most of your relationships kind of being like that, which is we just kind of get to a point where it's like, ah, okay. Right, get to that point to where it's just Pretty like, clean. we have to be able to converse and just, but I'm, 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 but I'm also the person like if, you know, I don't, I can't hold a grudge with a person that long. So even if I, you know, I hated you when we broke up. And my store. Right. Mine, not mine either. I don't have that kind of problem with people. Like if I, if I hated you at one point, you know, or I disliked you, you know, I have no problem talk, talking to you and trying to work it out, you know, you know, two or three years later, you know, that's mm-hmm. just me. I, 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 I'm like, even if I am mad at you, it probably go away like after a week or two. Cause you're nice. That's where everybody loves you. And that's where everybody yeah, right. We could try. Right. But don't get it twisted. He don't give a fuck that much. So that's another. Yeah, I don't give a fuck if we don't talk. Now, if we don't, I don't give a fuck. But if you make an effort to try and talk, then yeah, I'll talk to you. Yeah, I think um, to to uh, in my situation, out of all of the people that I've ever dated in a relationship, there are only two of them that I am truly that I can truly truly say that we are friends. One of them is like my best friend. The other one, um, we're like super, super close. But those situations are very different for different reasons. One, um, one friend, we were friends. The only difference in our relationship now is that we no longer sleep together, we don't live together. But everything else from our relationship is the same. So, it was easy for us to maintain a friendship. Now, it didn't happen overnight because I had to get them out of my system from a romantic standpoint to just being friends. Mm-hmm. Um, the other person, it's a different scenario because we were in such a long-term relationship that if I don't know nobody else, I know that person. You get what I'm saying? And having that connection with them is... I, I feel like it's lifelong. Granted, our relationship romantically is no longer intact, but the 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 connection and you know being in tune with who I am, who knows me, who know who I know will always support me, be there to encourage me, stuff like that. That you don't want to lose. You know yeah. what I mean? Making sure that you set boundaries for that friendship. Yeah, I think there has to be, I call it the statute of limitations. Like, and I think it's different for every relationship, but once you have met those, once all of you know, all feelings have expired, once all that other stuff is gone, it's like purely mm-hmm. we we had an understanding, we know each other, and we're just purely friends. I think those are fine. And I think most of the time when if, if you're a new person coming in, dealing mm-hmm. with someone who is still friends with their ex, you can easily see like because and I think where the issue is, and this is where I think people mess up. The issue is you think it's amicable. You think, okay, we're at that place. And I think this probably happens to Lance a lot. You think you're in that place, but the other person really <laughs> still just playing this role because they still want you. And they're just finding, they're just, they're just trying to stay close to the right opportunity to jump it in. Does. That ain't it. That's what, that ain't no, it. That's juicy. Ain't it. No, juicy. No, no, juicy. Hold up. Because Juicy, that is what my therapist said to me too. And I think, and I think so a right. lot of people be, a lot of people be sitting there like, oh, no, we're just friends. Oh, no, no, bro. Um, 
Oh not boy, enough. he just waiting. And she just waiting to get into them draws again. And yeah, see, here's good. the thing. There's a difference. There's a difference. Um, I think that what you're saying, Juicy, makes sense. But I personally, I feel like Lance's situation is a little different. The difference between Lance's situation is the other person still has feelings for them, but they would rather them not be with someone else because they know what type of person they are. And the goal is, is for an ego for them to prove that I still have some pull in his life. Woo. That's all that is. Woo, come on, Daddy. There you go. That's all that is. Because if they really want to be with them, they would have corrected their behaviors back then and showed the progress now. They ain't did none of that shit. They just want to but still be able to call shots and show that they can still pull those heartstrings because of no, no, it's not even about. I mean, but clearly they can because they're still around. They're still a topic. They still. Bitch, how did I become the topic? But that's that's one reason why I don't want to do that because you you have that problem. Certain, yeah, you have that problem because certain people. Oh no, we're just friends. Or you know, we're having the next thing. You know, somebody's coming around because you know. I think I said it before. I take issue to somebody that's been with somebody 10 plus 15 years and they mm-hmm. still quote unquote friends because my thing is you already have a piece of them that I would never be able to see because you're you're still in the picture. Everything, I mean, I feel like I'll be compared to them. So to me, I rather on my end, I rather nip that stuff in the bud. Ain't yeah. no getting back. When we call it quits, we call it quits. Let's just be done so that we can both move on healthy. You know, and Medulla, I, to that point, if, to your point though. And you're so right. Because I feel like those people, when they be together with someone for 10, 15 years, and then like they're still in the round of their life, it's like a dependence thing. It's like, you know yeah. me, I can go to you, and like, and, and you're safe. You're always a safe zone. And, and so there's, like you said, in a new relationship, it's always going to be a part of you that I'm never going to have. I can't replace him, but it's never going to be a part I'm never going to have because you're always going to still be dependent on him for that reassurance and that safety. And that's not cool, yeah. though. You're not supposed but to ask And I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's fair. Teddy addressed this um, when he said, you know, you have boundaries with your ex. Mm-hmm, there correct. are boundaries that you set with an ex. That right, you hello, have. goodbye. Now, if you're still going there and you're confiding in them and you're in a relationship, mm-hmm. that's not a boundary that you set. Yeah, that's different. You that's, need to that, set that's boundaries with your different. ex. You can still and, be friends. There's nothing wrong. And you have to have boundaries in any of your relationships. I think your family, your friends, your 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 your. your your okay. significant other. You should always set boundaries with people. If you don't know mm-hmm. how to set boundaries, then of course you're going to run into a lot of bullshit. But, and but, you, the, know, but you know what I mean? Boundary, boundaries can mean just because you ain't saying nothing. You may not be talking about your current relationship, but you know you go to this person just as a safe zone, like, I can I can breathe. And, it's, and that yeah. is not how it should yeah. be. And that's what I'm saying. That's, so, you should not have, that's, that's, that's like having an extra bank account your husband don't know about. Like you, no. As the residential person who has been in a long-term relationship, I feel like once you've experienced that, it, 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 it's one of those things that it, if you haven't experienced it, it's hard for you to comprehend the level of relationship it is. And that's just me being honest. Because unless you've been someone who has been in a long-term relationship with someone, and I'm talking 10 plus years, and then for that relationship to end, and you know that you have set boundaries in place and that there is only friendship, and that if you know what your limits are, you put boundaries in place to make sure that you um, um, safeguard those limits. You know, And I think it's very important for 
you to set those boundaries because when you begin to date someone after that relationship is over, you also have to make sure that the person that you're currently in a relationship with understands the boundaries that you've put in place with that person because yes, we were in a relationship for a long, t- long period of time, but that doesn't negate the fact that we're in a relationship now and that you take priority. And right. it's also about making that other person feel comfortable. Like I said, it's very difficult for people who have never been in that situation to truly comprehend it because you can only comprehend based on what your experience has been. And I think even so, like, even when you're saying like a relationship of 18, 20 years, you know, I think about like my parents, you know, they were together for 20 years. They had three kids, you know, and when they divorced, yeah, it was ugly. But the thing was, one thing I I always respected about my dad, he said, when we did get that divorce, you know, after all the fighting and bullshit, when we sat across the table at the mediation table, we were able to converse and we looked at this other couple Mm -hmm. arguing, saying, damn, they really, they really had a fucked up marriage. He's like, we can right. still be friends and we can still talk after this, after 20 years. Yeah. We can still sit here and talk, you know? So I think, I think that's what you have to understand. Was... If you can't sit there and talk to a person that you've been in a relationship with after 20 years, that's a maturity issue, I think, that you have to deal with and you have to work through. You should be able to still, regardless of the intimate situation, you should still be able to have, be able to sit down with that person in the same room and have a conversation. And again, being friends with them is levels to it. So y'all might not be friends like y'all buddy, buddy talking every day. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all may do the, hey, just checking on and see how you're doing. How your mama doing? How's the family? Just catch up. But if I need you, I can call on you for support. But again, if you're in a new relationship, there's a boundary that that's not who you go to first. Yeah. It's, it's not. And just the thing, um, there's some relationships run their course. They just run a course. We weren't to right. we weren't, it just wasn't there for us anymore after all that time. Yeah, it just it just didn't work. Um, switching gears, sex with the ex. <laughs> How dangerous is that? It's only is dangerous, it dangerous if you. It's only dangerous if you still if you in a relationship, honey, or if you still have feelings feelings for them. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's very dangerous if you have feelings. Uh, if you have feelings, you you just 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 don't have sex with your ex. In my opinion, because what happens <laughs> is. what happens is is that you know i I don't know you know the the pussy and the dick make people just do crazy things (laughs) next thing you know you you stalking them and and you're just like you're thinking about how things used to be and you said well how is he treating you why such and such and such and then it it just to me in my mind it just would get really emotional and a lot of people just don't come back from it and it makes you very bitter for the next person that wants to come along or even for that person, they they get somebody else. Oh, you when the last time y'all had said, oh, it was like a couple months ago, but we oh, so you still fucking them? It, it just to me, it just brings on more problems. So do you think if so do you think people who have sex with their ex feels like other people have sex with their ex? So because they do it, do you feel like they feel like everybody does it or that somebody else will do it? No, not necessarily. I just I think that if you really like a person. Those questions are really important to ask up front so that you know kind of where you stand. Because I, I can, like I said before, if I, if I know somebody, you know, oh, I, oh, yeah, we had sex a couple of times last month. And I'm just talking to you now. I'm just like, well, it's a possibility it's going to happen again. So I may need to put you in a certain category to not try to be serious with you right now because you're still holding on to your ex. Now, I'll say this. Charmy isn't here, so I'll speak on behalf of the women. 
I think this answer is a little different from a woman's perspective. <laughs> so as men, we're not, we're not so concerned about our body counts. But I think women definitely have a concern about body counts. So I think when it comes I to- I disagree. I'm concerned about mine. Oh, okay. Well, I think, I think the people who are concerned about body counts see safety, especially when sexually transmitted diseases, all this kind of stuff, they still see safety. And I, we both, if we're able to emotionally handle it, that there's still a physical need that we both can meet for each other and that we're not changing, the, you know, we don't have to go out and put ourselves out there and do all those things. We can still meet that need for each other temporarily until probably whenever, you know, life changes or la la la. So I think there's a safety in that, that I think if you're able to maturely handle it, then there's no problem. Um, but like I said, you have to be able to maturely handle it. Yeah. So I think, I think sex with the ex is a comfort level, right? I think it's one of those things that it's an easy go-to if, if it's an available option, and I say available option, you know, with different parameters, okay? Because some people, they be in new relationships and they still sleep with their ex, that's their business. But some people, if they're still single and their ex is available, they'll sleep with their ex because that's familiar. You know, that's familiarity, that's familiar territory. Now, what I do find interesting is, is that because you're sleeping with your ex, you tend to do with your ex what you did when y'all were together. But it's like, just because you sleep with your ex don't mean y'all still sleep unprotected you know what i mean if y'all were you know that that, that's just things that i think about like you know when you go back say we didn't use condoms we was in a relationship and now we're trying to have sex again like okay you do know you don't get what you if if i was your girl (laughs) you could Mm -hmm. do all of this because i'm not you can only do this right yeah i'm eating my coochie and and put me missionary but you're not gonna be hitting me doggy style and knocking me off well, the way they ain't using condoms in this lifestyle, honey, it don't even fucking matter no more. You mean not using condoms? <laughs> they <laughs> they not really not. Condoms. They really not. It's just they like, really uh, so it's like shit. If I'm yeah, but you, it, it still kills me. We'll still wear our masks, though. We'll wear our masks, but we want no condoms. We want no condoms. Mm. Yeah. Well, I oh, think, no. Uh, shit, y'all still around here sucking dick and eating pussy, but then you want to put a condom on. So did you not? Not, not, not everything? That's two different things. Let's talk. We can talk about it real quick. That's, that's, two, that's two different things. <laughs> Don't suck dick with a condom on. If you got, it's if you not. have to suck dick with a condom on, don't suck the dick. That's just that's okay. period. That's my That's my rubber. That's my. We don't burn rubber. Yeah, if I got to suck your dick with a condom on. Yeah, unless it's a flavorful condom and it's like it's it's like peaches and, and strawberries and ice cream and desserts and stuff. Then no ma'am. I did that one time. And I said never fucking give What would I do this? <laughs> so, so now my face, now my mouth on. No. Thanks that plastic shit. <laughs> and do the flavor wear off after a while? Do it wear off after a while? I don't, I don't know. So. <laughs> like, like bubble gum, I probably do. Oh, okay. I think and can he even feel it? It just, mm-mm. I think we address sex with the X and the negative, you know, all the negative connotations with it. But there are some positive too, because sex with the X is just because they just have some lit dick and lit pussy. You just want to keep going back to it. It's familiar. <laughs> It's Look, I know what I'm finna get, but it's just, it's just good. Get. You know, it's just really good. I know what you do, do. I know what you don't do. I know what you can do. I know what you can't do. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's familiar, so it's like, you know, it's like yeah. taking a remedial class. <laughs> yeah. I don't know the lessons, man. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think you know. I, I think sex with your ex is I think if you don't if you can learn how to separate your emotions and your feelings, it's a good thing to do, you know. Just it is. Through. But not only you, yes. make sure that they do as well. Yes. 
because that's the other thing. We could be in so much control of ourselves, but then we have no idea what it's did for the next person. Because a lot of hookups are like, oh, you know, that's just my ex. So, you know, we hook up stuff like that. And then y'all doing it so often because it's available that now they get hooked back in. And you're like, oh, I thought we were just having fun. Or if you're having sex with your ex, have sex with other people too, child. Don't just limit it to them. Defeat the purpose now. Just don't limit. <laughs> just don't limit. To, just don't limit it to them. Shit. Why not? Oh, why you not? Handle it. Because what the fuck? I, I, I'm single. I'm, first of all, I'm single, and why the fuck am I still just fucking you? Because I'm, I ain't got nothing to do at the moment. We in a pandemic. I, you know, the you ain't good. good. You can't stand my personality. I can't stand yours. Or you can stand my pussy, and I can stand your dick. So let's stand together. Yeah, but you want to you want to do missionary. All the, you just want to do missionary all the time. I need to go to the person who want to um, put me in a handstand and shit. Mm-hmm. So oh, teach them. <laughs> <laughs> so so is the general consensus that exes are off limits to friends? No, I don't think so. I think there's two categories. I think no. there's. There's, there's, no, there's no, 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 keep that same, keep that same energy juice, because you remember you said last time, uh, wait, 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 when you was just like, when oh, you, you was liking girl. somebody, that yes. you even approach, yeah, you yeah, yeah. Was all these people in the, the world, now, I'm gonna divorce you, you I'm gonna divorce you, fuck this, fuck that, you know, keep that same energy, don't even say nothing, mute, go, um, uh, it depends. You said that like, juicy because you said that like, oh, I'm going to get his ass because the only juicy you said that your friends can't talk to nobody you even like. Correct. <laughs> You're right. I mean, I said I want to talk to, okay. Because I'm bringing ladies and gentlemen, he put on. I want to talk to their people, but I want to talk to mine. Oh, okay. Last oh, so that's, that's, where, that's, that's where it goes. That's where it right. goes. You can so talk here's to the thing. They can't talk to yours. So to Juicy's point, I can make the point because I didn't say what he said, you know, in a previous episode. I do think it depends. I think it depends on a lot of levels. It depends on people that I've dated as well as it depends on people that I've been in a relationship with. There are some exes I do not want to share that experience with anybody that I know personally. Okay. Other people, I give two shits and zero fucks about it. You know, there is a person that I know in particular that I dated at one point and a friend of mine dated them. And we found out later that we kind of dated the same person. I was like, I really don't give a fuck because I really didn't like them like that. We was together, but I really didn't like them like that. So I didn't care. Now, the two exes that I mentioned in our previous conversation tonight about being friends with them, they are off limits. No ifs, ands, no buts about it. Friendship would end without blinking. So if I ran across them at the day at, at, at Publix and I was like, well, I ain't know. I don't know who they are. Okay, but when I tell you, then you know. So, <laughs> Juicy, I'll let you have my exes. You, you know, I don't care who fuck. I don't care if my friends fuck them. Anybody can fuck them. I don't care. I mean, they put the streets God. anyway. They put the, street, right. they put the streets now anyway. So God, the food is they good, put the streets anyway. Think, but I think that all goes back to like, you know, if like me being in a relationship now, you know, I just don't even have that tie, those ties to either one, to my exes like that. So I really don't give a shit who they fucking at this point. Um so, that may be a good point. If I'm not yeah. friends with them, I guess I really wouldn't care because those are only two and I'm actually friends with them. The other two, I could give two shits. Yeah, and I it. think like, yeah, I think like if you didn't have that friendship connection to them all as well, it, it would be kind of weird for you. But see, even though I have, I don't have that close friendship with them, I can still talk to them every now and then, but I don't have like a, where we talk every day. We may talk once yeah. every year. And it depends on what type of friend we are. If 
you can date an ex. You know what I mean? Like someone in my core circle, it's a no. Somebody I just casually know. Oh, okay. Yeah. But they, but them two people is still off limits. Like, bitch, you're not going to date them and still be smiling in my face. No, bitch, that's not going to happen. So, not the, if we so the thing is this here, like, because I will hey, say that I'll boy. say that they're not off limits. I'll just, I'll, well, this is what I say. I can't, I won't say you can't date them. You know, if I have feelings to it, I wouldn't say you can't date them. You can, but there are consequences for you to do that because you're you're grown, they grown, y'all can do whatever the fuck you want, you know, but will I still be, like, if I cared enough like that, I'd be like, okay, would I still be friends with this person? No, because I didn't want you to fuck my ex, but you can do whatever Correct. you want. Correct. We're going to sit up and talk about it and compare notes like, oh, they still do that. Yeah, child, they still do that, and they do this now. They ain't do that for me. That we don't even have that conversation. Have that so conversation. no, 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 no. It's a no. Say a no. No for me, dog. Uh. Hmm. So when it comes to having friends friendships with your friend's ex, how do y'all feel about that? I follow my friend's lead. I think friendship is important. So I do recognize if I met you through my, if I met you through my friend because y'all were dating and y'all break up just if it's bad and they, my friend kind of expressed the fact they don't want me to be friends with you no more, then I'd be like, look, we can be cool. Like, I ain't going to be nasty to you, but (laughs) I'm not going to be all in your face like that. We're not going to be posting pictures on Instagram and shit. I just think that's disrespectful, especially if I care a lot about my friend. But I think mm-hmm. just, so is that only if it's bad, or is it period? Well, well, I mean, I mean, now, granted, I will say this: if, if a friend, if they're fine, if, if a friend of mine just says, "I don't want you to talk to them no more," and I'm like, "But they ain't do nothing to you. What's the problem?" Like, I mean, I will question that. But if, you know, I think if it's warranted, I definitely will not. I'm not one of those friends like you know they knock you across the head. And I'm over here taking them to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> People do that. People do that. Like, he ain't hit you. Ass. He ain't hit you, girl. You asked her ass, and I had to deal with that. that that's a different juice. I said, I just don't think he did that to you. Right. It was like, Great what the face. fuck? <laughs> Great face. That's, that's, like, that's why she sound like Shawty Low now, bitch. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. A video of her rapping had just came back last week. <laughs> but I forget she was a rapper. How about that? Um, I don't. I would never remain friends with a friend's ex if they had a problem with it. Um, other than that, I, you know, again, when it comes to my exes, I don't care who's friends with them. Shit, you know, me and my exes have mutual friends. So at the end of the day, I couldn't tell so and so. Oh, you can't be friends with this person no more. You can't talk to this person. First of all, I I have a problem with this whole control over individuals and shit and telling people what the fuck they can and cannot do. I have a problem with that. So, so um, because so first of all, because first of all, nobody owns anybody, so you can't tell nobody what the fuck to do. They're gonna do what the fuck they want to do because they're grown. Right. Um, mm-hmm. They make that decision that, like I said, there's consequences. But at the end of the day, if they want to, if you want to fuck. If you want to hang out with my exes or whatever, that's on you. You know, I don't have a problem with you. I'm not going to tell a grown person what to do. I think I just so expect for my friends to. Huh, I, I sound like I'm going to be. I, I sound like I've been in church. I'm going to be in church. I just expect my friends to govern themselves accordingly. Exactly. You know, 
with respect. Don't do anything outside of my presence with an ex that you wouldn't do with me standing there. You know what I mean? That's just that's just like to me the the uh the expectation because that way whatever you decide to do, I know, you know, what the intent was. You know what I'm saying? Like with my friends, because I because I'm in that situation with my family is that because of the relationship that I had previously, they're intertwined within my family. Mm-hmm. So they get invitations to family events, whether I am made aware or not. I'm a whole RL and 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 Deborah Cox song child. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who's RL? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, Shay. Uh, yeah, I'm a whole. We can't be friends, but we actually are friends. But yeah, like they're intertwined. So even when it comes to some of my friends, they may not have as close ties to them as my family does, but I do have an ex that we share a lot of the same friends. Because we didn't break up on bad terms, that's fine. With an ex that I broke up with that we aren't really friends, I'm still cool with a lot of people that they know, but we don't hang out and talk regularly. Right. So I think it's still based, it's it's conditional and it's all of different circumstances. And it depends on the type of friends that we were. If like, if me and Medulla, if Medulla was really, really close with the ex of mine because of our relationship, I wouldn't tell him that they can't be friends. You know, I would just expect Medulla to remain neutral, not share any of my current business. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, you know, if y'all still are cool, that's fine. But, you know, make sure that because at the end of the day, I know where your loyalties lie. And I just want to make sure that I don't have to, you know, be surprised when I find if I find out otherwise. Your name doesn't have to come up in their conversation. Correct. Correct. It doesn't. Your name does not have to come up. That's the thing. Like, if you're going to remain friends with my ex, my name does not have to come up in that conversation at all. And if it does, I expect you to report back like Connie Chung. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, 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 I can only speak for myself. Um, I, you know, I speak on, you know, in general. Uh, I am very loyal. I don't have a whole lot of friends. I say the word friend, very, very serious. So when I call someone friend, you know, I am very loyal to that word. And I'm also very loyal to that person. I do not want to have any type of ties with their exes because I feel like it will put me in a compromising position. And I'm I'm that loyal friend that will choose size. And I will get upset and I'll go to the court and say, no, you're not going to come at me like this. And so mm-hmm. it's serious. No, it's very serious to me because you're putting me in the middle of a situation and I shouldn't mm-hmm. be there. You're compromising my integrity in, in a sense. Mm-hmm. So um, that's me. I, I don't I don't feel like, you know, being friends with, um, you know, somebody's ex or even and, and then on top of the, this is the church side of me. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Uh, I, if, if I don't talk to your ex, I don't expect you to be talking about it either. I feel like you should be going mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. uh, because it, it now now it puts not only them in a compromised position, but it, it just it makes things really awkward. It makes things really, really weird. And especially mm-hmm. with my friends, I share a lot of different things, uh, personal things with my friends. So I wouldn't want them to know about my my ex and then they have a conversation about it. And then next thing you know, well, how did you find this out? Oh, now Chris' name is in it, it. It's a mess. I try to avoid any type of conflict as much as possible. Although you can't do you can't do that at all because people don't always have conflicts and have things to say. But I believe in loyalty. The loyalty lies with me, whether I met you through anybody or not. Because I've, I've been in a situation where I've been friends with somebody who 
would, who met one of my friends, but I wasn't friends with them anymore. And I'm, I'm friends with other person because mm-hmm. I'm that loyal. You know that that's just me, and I I expect for my friends to be that way to me. I don't want you have a conversation with my ex. I want to be done with them. You know, but I'm still growing in that area too. But like Lance said earlier, it's all about maturity. Well, yeah. That was, uh, that was a great conversation. So we're gonna do we be friends. We gotta get to a little answer for our friend. And I this is really, I guess, technically not an answer for friend. It is, but Okay, it's an issue I saw on Twitter, and I'm going to read this to everybody, and I want you guys to just give your opinion on it. Okay, so this girl, her name was, we're not going to say her name, we'll just say um, Letitia. Aquanisha. She had a board on her knees. Aquanisha, I like that too. So one of my friends really got mad at me because she's trans and she bad as fuck to the point it'll take you a little minute to even realize she's trans. But she really liked this nigga I'm close with, and he like a brother to me, and he liked her too. So I told her to tell him about herself because that's not something you hire from someone. She said she wasn't telling him and we got in a whole argument about the shit because I'm like, if it was anybody else, I wouldn't give a fuck. But this is like my brother and I don't want you want her to play with him like that. Like at least tell him and let him decide for himself if he wants to fuck with you. So I told him since she wouldn't and he chose and she chose. Oh, he chose not to fuck with her. And now she mad at me and all of a sudden I'm fake and a bad person. But I was also looking out for her like a lot of niggas kill trans girls for hiding that shit. And I didn't want her to get hurt. And I also didn't want him to do dirt. Do him, I didn't want her to do him dirty either because he would have been pissed if he went to fuck her and she still had a penis. So I just want to know, was I wrong? Did I overstep boundaries? I'm open to all opinions. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of so especially especially at this time of Dave Chappelle. Right. This this is a very um first off the fact that she said, okay, I have a friend, you know, she's trans, she hired the clock. Basically, that's what she said. Right. <laughs> break it down. Break it down. Yeah, she hired the clock. I'm gonna break it down for people who hired the clock. So the part that I take that I take a little side eye at her about is because one or two things, there, there's one variable I don't know, which makes it a difficult for me to answer um, that I, I can't dig into that. But does the guy know that you and this girl are friends? Because if he does, that could change the outcome. Because if he didn't, a lot of times, even once he found out, he probably still wouldn't care because she's unclockable, not being funny. You know what I'm saying? Right. So the fact that you went to him to tell him, now he's like, oh shit, if I was into that, I don't want her to know my tea. I don't want my I don't want you to know my business like that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if she was unclockable, you know what I mean. Once they got down to the nitty-gritty, he might have been okay with it. Because we do know in this day and time, a lot of people are okay with it as long as they can keep other people out of their out of their business. But I don't think that's this situation because it sounded like either she was gonna introduce her, but she was she the connection was already made, and the, the girl knew that there was a connection between her brother and this girl. And then but she told her, I just want you to tell him what the deal was, and she didn't want to do it, so she went and told her herself. But that's the thing. I don't think so it's 
I don't think it was her place because I think she added more to the situation than it may have needed to be. Because suppose she did tell him when the time came out to it. Because here's the other thing. There's also that question of when is it important for you to tell somebody what your identity is? Because if you have, if y'all don't get to the, you know, if it don't get serious or it doesn't get intimate, why do you need to expose that level of inti- that that level and, of and personal I, detail? And I think I think detail. I think the I think so. It's, it's two parts to this for me. I think just in the story itself, I think based upon what I heard, I think the girl was rightful to do what she did in terms of getting letting her brother know a heads up, and just like when it comes to STDs and stuff like that, if you know somebody has an STD and you know somebody ain't gonna tell your friend y'all about to have sex, you may go tell your friend, hey, you may wanna, you know, and just see what happens. So I I get why, but I think in the same breath, if the girl was not comfortable with trans and and whatever the situation may be, I don't think she should have never tried to hook her brother up with with her in the first place. And I think that's where she went wrong, is that once you try to hook them up, you should, I don't think she should introduce that topic. Well, I don't you think should. she tried to hook them I up. I think it's a double standard. I think they just... Well, she said she said she tried to do something, make a connection. No, she didn't try. From she what I understood... Them and they, they just liked each other. They both liked each other. They liked each other. It had okay. nothing to do with her. But oh, I want yeah. to address something with you, Juicy, that I... You know, that well, where the contradiction lies in her <laughs> letter. First of all, I don't think her friend should have put her in that situation. That's number one. Um, number two... Now, this girl, I think she was wrong because her, you know, and somebody pointed this out to me. One of the things she said was, I wouldn't give a fuck if it was anybody else. But then at the end, you say, you know, I'm looking out for you because trans girls get killed. So you'll let her do this to another guy and get put her put her life in danger. But because this is your brother. Brother, it's somebody I, that you now own. I care about you. Now I care about you putting your life in danger. Because the gag that, that, that is you're, you're so here's right. the gag. If it was somebody else, they would cackle about it. They would cackle because about she'd it. She'd be like, oh, girl, you got so him. Did you but it's him? because you know somebody. So let me let me change it and see if you feel like it's the same, it's the same thing. Right. If you're friends with somebody and you get buddy buddy with a guy juicy, right? You get real close, real buddy buddy with a guy, whatever like that, and y'all just cool. And somebody else feel like they they feel the need to tell him. That, that that okay well I know you're getting real real chummy with Juicy but you know Juicy's gay. I mean I just want you to know so you know you don't get caught off yeah. because whatever whatever whatever. Is that right? Because again now they violated you by disclosing things about you without you know and it's not their business to tell. Yeah. All because they feel like they looking out for somebody else. Yeah. But the and other honestly, person and, yeah. they already know. Yeah. But they and, didn't and, know and, that yeah. they know. I mean, you're, and you're kind of like predisposing the same situation that always happens. Is like you're you're automatically assuming that the violence is going to take place, or automatically assuming that the way I would have told them and the time period I would have told them would have been inappropriate. Or that he don't because I didn't. Yeah, or that he don't know already. But then it also goes back to the conversation we just had with you know Medulla. Where where does your loyalty lie? Does your loyalty lie to him? That you feel like you have to tell him this information, does your loyalty? Oh, lie? she she proved that's what her loyalty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she proved that's where her loyalty lied. Right, and I was just thinking that because, like, I think like I would never want to. I would never want to reveal somebody. I say I would never want to reveal somebody's status, but like, if it came to like a family member, my my mom, my sister, or somebody, hell yeah, I'm gonna tell them, and I'm be like, yeah, that motherfucker's bisexual. The motherfucker's gay. You know, 
check the shit. Mm-hmm. Do it. You know, now, and like I said, um, it's a contradiction. It's a def- it's definitely a level of contradiction there. You know, I, I see it. Um, I think that she, I, it's, to me, it's just all, there's, there's so much, like you said, um, Patty, there's so much wrong with this letter, like, you know, from her putting her friend even in this situation to like somebody that's so close to her, you know, and then her coming to her and saying, you need to tell him this information. It's, it's just a lot of chaos. What would, have really, real, what would have really blown her mind is if she said, he already know. What? But this is, but this is, <laughs> that would have blown her mind. I think we all go through this all the time. Though. I think we all have this, oh, like, you know, we know there, our friends have secrets. And then so when your friends start talking to people you know, you'd be like, you know, like, because I know some things about Yeah, you. I know some things, honey. I know some things about Juicy. I know some things about Medulla. Like, you know, that really, and so you kind of like, you always be in that little, like, should I just say something? Should I, you just let it be what it is. So I think yeah. this happens a lot of times. I don't, I don't think this is, Mm-hmm. I, I, I think it makes it feel bigger because it's trans, quote unquote. But I think this is a normal topic that happens all the freaking time when friends start to have uh, nasty relationships with other friends. That y'all so, the, so the question is: Is that was she right in doing that, or was she, uh, or was she out of place, out of pocket? I, I think that's why I said it's still it's still two parts. I think I think she, in my opinion, I think in the in the in the moment she's still validated. Because all that matters at that point is her brother and making sure her brother, she don't know, you, I mean, honestly, we don't know what kind of temperament her brother has. Like, you know, maybe she's like, bro, my brother's crazy. Like, he fine, but when he, if he can't get caught off guard with some shit, he need to know. So let me go tell him right now, because if he find out and you sit at that house, he may pop up on your ass. And so, you know, we just don't know that kind of stuff. So I think, I think in, in the moment, I feel like she's validated. But when you look, take a step back and look at it, it's kind of like, uh, maybe you should have removed yourself from the situation originally. Or, I mean, honestly, this, it sounds like there's nothing she could have done. She didn't hook them up. They kind of connected with each other. So right. she, had to make a, she had to make a choice. And I think we all, at the end of the day, we'll always have to make that choice, which is, do I let things play out or do I play the card that I know is in my hand because I'm trying to protect a quote-unquote loved one? It's going to happen again and again. Like, just like, you know, you you know, we, somebody, your friend maybe dates somebody who's a drunk. Girl, you may not want to tell him, a girl, you know, he get that bottle. He started to stupid. I seen him do some things. Do you tell your friends that kind of stuff? Or do you let them experience it for themselves? Mm-hmm. You know, do they come and tell you months later, like, damn, girl, he a drunk. you like, well, shit, my bad. I meant to tell you that. Well, I'll say this from experience. So I've had situations where there have been people that I have known who have dated or fool a lot, messed around with, creep with, sneaky link with people, other people that I know. And I'm like, die my business to tell. Because there's there are parts of their life I may be privy to that other people are. But that's not my place to divulge that part of their life. Because one, I don't know if they've already done it. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Two, that ain't my place. Now, if you ask me, that may be a little different because there's already suspicion. I, depending on our relationship, if I will confirm or not. And, you know, another thing she did ask at the end was, did I overstep my boundaries? I will say yes. Yes, yes, yes. definitely. You yes. definitely overstepped your boundaries. When you volunteered your services, you overstepped. Now, if he yes. asked you, like, um, up, is something about your girl I should know? Then that was an invitation for you to say, okay, well, yeah. Or... 
Did you ask her? You know, yeah, there's some things you probably should know, but you need to ask her. You know what I mean? You you can you can go about it that way. So I think for you to remain neutral, because now you may have saved one relationship, but you lost another. Versus had you played neutral and made them communicate, you would have stayed out of it. Yeah. You'd have stayed out of it. I, I like that answer. Just remain neutral and let t- encourage them to communicate. Yeah. Right. Did she overstep her balance? Yes. But was she wrong? No. <laughs> you, did, you did. You did what you thought you had to do, girl. You did. What, you did I, I would say. You did what you I, I, I can't say she was. I can't say she was fully wrong. And you, and, and you wasn't nasty. It would have been different if you you were just being nasty and saying all kind of things about the girl. You were just saying the truth. So what you said? So what you said? I when she was like, you know that pretty girl you got a crush on. You know that's a man. What? Like, see, that's fucked up. See, that, that, that's 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 you know, you know, Tisha, Tisha ain't really tuned. It's really tuned. I see you. when y'all put it that way, then it just seems really. But yeah, see, but I think I think Peter, you said it best. It's, it a, it's a good key. It's a good key key when when it's not your family. Right. 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 Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. See, I try to put it where y'all can get it. See, y'all try to dress it up with all these theologies and and, 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 and words and, uh, you know, colloquialism. No, nah, let me put it where y'all can get it. She was unclockable and slightly, you was gagged that your brother, that your uh, friend close like a brother was feeling her. Right, and didn't even realize. You was gagged. Let's call it what it is. But but I will, but you brought up a very good point, Patty, was, was the fact that there are a lot of men who are with the shits but they're with the shits when they don't realize other people think they with the shits. So just Correct. the fact that they're just the fact that, they're, that I know y'all are two friends, and by the, if you know I fuck with her, you know that I fuck with her him. So I can't fuck with her because you gonna know what it really is. Right. And and I, and I think I think that's a big deal inside. too. Or bitch, I have she, to so, so real talk. So real talk. Both of y'all gotta die. Or bitch, both of y'all gotta die. That's it. So real talk. So real talk. Her homegirl really owe her fade because girl, for real, you've been clock blocking, girl, because I. Cause now I had me trade, and now you done stepped in my shit and messed up my teeth. Now I ain't got trade no more. <laughs> bitch, you should have shut the fuck up, bitch. I got this. <laughs> like shit, okay. I got this. Now we talked about consequences. There are consequences to your actions. Now this girl come and whoop your ass because she still. To my trans brothers and sisters, I am so sorry. I love you guys dearly. I apologize. <laughs> you gotta say it right. She she gonna come whoop your ass. <laughs> but, 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 that's not, but that's not what he was gonna leave it. He was gonna keep going. Because he was gonna be with it. He was with it. Don't counsel me like Dave Chappelle. And you know what? And what she should do? It tell, uh, oh, yeah, to, to, yeah, tell her, tell your brother, just tell her, just let it go. Cause your brother gonna, about two more, three more weeks, your brother gonna hit the girl up anyways. As long as they keep it on the down low, you pretend like you don't know nothing, everybody be fine. Cause look, cause now you don't fell out with the friend. He can do what he wanna do. He can do what he wanna do. He gonna slide over there. Cause you won't know. Cause y'all ain't friends no more. But they gonna become friends again too. Cause she gonna come tell her to see. You know how that go. Yeah, girl, you know Isaac. Mm-hmm. Isaac came to my house last night. Not Isaac. He sound fifty. <laughs> <laughs> Do people still call their children, name their children Isaac in twenty twenty one? I hope not. I have a couple names. I hope they don't name their child uh, Esther. They must have been. Real, they must have been a real fan of the Bible. Um. 
we want to thank you guys for tuning in to No Sherlock Pod. You can feel free to send us emails. We're answering for a friend or topics or just, you know, fan mail to NoSherlockPod at gmail.com. Please listen to us on streaming platforms on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts and No Sh. That's S-H-H. Apple does not like our shit. And we are out. Yeah. Peace, people. Love you.